There's a chance for Mule and Burroughs. They score! And the Mules score! Scores! Three in a row for the Mules! Duke has to put it up at the buzzer! It's good! And the Mules win it! Coming to you from Allentown, Pennsylvania, welcome to the Mule and Burroughs Mules Podcast. Each episode, we'll talk to the coaches, staff, athletes, and alumni who make up the Muhlenberg Athletics family and are proud to call themselves Mules. And our guest this week is Elizabeth Garrison, a 2017 graduate of Muhlenberg College. She was a four-year member of the volleyball team as a libero, earning Academic All-America honors twice and All-Centennial Conference honorable mention. Elizabeth graduated second on the program's all-time list in career digs, and she graduated first in her class, earning valedictorian honors for the class of 2017. And four years later, she's done it again. Last week, Elizabeth was the valedictorian of the New York University College of Dentistry, class of 2021. All right, Elizabeth Garrison, welcome to the Muhlenberg Mules podcast. Uh, Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to be on. Yeah, so uh, congratulations. You just graduated first in your class at NYU Dental School, a tremendous accomplishment, NYU, very prestigious dental school, also graduated first in your class at Muhlenberg uh, back in 2017. Maybe I shouldn't say back in, that was was fairly recently. (laughs) It was like a while ago. (laughs) Yeah, but you were telling me you only graduated seventh in your class in high school, huh? Yeah, only seventh, no. (laughs) Still a great um, accomplishment, but um, I don't think I really realized my... uh, potential until maybe halfway through high school, I started taking some college classes and then realized I'm capable of a little bit more than I was thinking I was. Or maybe maybe it just gets easier as you go along, huh? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I would say things got harder. <laughs> yeah. So how, how would you compare, you know, being a valedictorian as an undergraduate, you know, at Muhlenberg versus being a valedictorian at a dental school at NYU? Well, both were really surreal. I think in Muhlenberg, maybe halfway through, I kind of realized that maybe I could do it. And so I set it as a goal for myself. So it was something I really pushed for, maybe sometimes pushed myself a little bit too hard. So when I went into dental school, I, I kind of set more boundaries for myself and made sure I set more time aside and wasn't so focused on getting the good grades. And so when it ended up working out that I was valedictorian at NYU Dental, it was, I was kind of in shock. I was like, I felt like I was more balanced. I was taking more time to myself. But I think that just goes to show that there is an importance to balance. Um, but again, yeah, both both were surreal. I'm very grateful and blessed for all the people that helped get me there and all the opportunities that have come my way. Yeah, maybe, maybe there's a lesson in that, right? You can uh, have some balance in your life and, and, and still get the good grades, right? Yep. And I think that... Uh, being an athlete, a student athlete really helps with that too. So um, learning to budget your time kind of um, make, and then being able to make time for yourself on top of that. So I, th- I think being a student athlete played a big role in that. Yeah. How are the experiences different um, at Muhlenberg versus NYU? I imagine as an undergraduate, you as an athlete, a member of the volleyball team, you know, I imagine that's a lot different than when you go to, uh, you know, to advanced studies, um, particularly at a dental school. Yeah. As far as curriculum goes, I think one of the biggest differences between undergraduate and dental school is that dental school isn't like you're set, you have four to five classes a semester. It's a very set schedule. In dental school, you could be taking like 10 classes a semester and not all of them are from like 
you start at the first day of the semester and they end on the last day. It's like you have some that maybe last a month or two months or half a semester. So that was one of the big differences. Although one thing that was kind of similar, I thought, was the degree of difficulty. I found that my Muhlenberg classes as a chemistry major, especially the upper level ones, really prepared me um, to be able to study, um, to deal with that kind of advanced course load. Uh, so that was one big helpful thing from Muhlenberg is that I did feel really prepared. Um, otherwise, in dental school, I would say one of the big differences is you start working on your hand skills, you practice drilling. So right from like the first couple weeks of dental school, they had us in like the simulation lab with like our little mannequin heads practicing drilling, which in a sense is kind of similar to like going to practice for volleyball or whatever. It's just kind of a different a different thing. You didn't drill anybody's heads when you were at volleyball, did you? No. Well, I was a libero, so I didn't get to, but some of my teammates, I'm sure, uh, hit some in the face, but I'm sure I've gotten hit in the face. I remember, I think Jojo, one of our teammates, she got me once or twice. But yeah, you were talking about how, you know, like you start working on your hand skills and, you know, different, different type of skills that you learn in, in dental school than, than what you did at Muhlenberg. I would say there is a similarity of you need to set aside time to practice. It was the same thing for sports. I would come in on weekends to um, practice. We had a lot of um, practical exams where you practice drilling and then you go in the day of and you're given a plastic tooth and you have to do a certain design and then you have to fill it afterwards. So that was the main differences. And that was more the first two years of dental school. And then the last two years of dental school, you um, are mostly treating patients. You still have some courses on top of it. So that was a, a huge transition. Right, right. And I imagine the, the vibe in terms of campus life is, is very different oh, uh, sure. as an undergrad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. I loved I loved Muhlenberg in the sense that it was just like a, a community. Um, everything was so close by. Uh, NYU Dental, it is a little bit separate from NYU main campus and just the fact that it was in Manhattan, which is massive. Um, you saw the sense of community, but it was it wasn't like it was at Muhlenberg. Did going to Muhlenberg, did that uh, make you stand out a little bit from maybe some of the other people that were in your class? What, what type of schools did, did those other people come from? We had quite a variety. We had a lot of people from California. We had people from Florida, a lot of people from the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, um, Pennsylvania. But I did find that a lot, like most people recognize the name Muhlenberg. So it, it has a good reputation. When I interviewed, they recognized the school, had some good applicants from there before. So it definitely helped me stand out, kind of. Right. I guess that's good, right? That, that Muhlenberg has a good reputation. And I guess Muhlenberg has a better reputation now, right? Thanks to you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, but. <laughs> and, and you said you felt that that Muhlenberg really prepared you well for, you know, for the type of, of classes and the type of coursework. Did you take courses at Muhlenberg that were specifically geared, to, geared towards dental school? Not particularly. Um, I mean, I was a chemistry major and then with the chemistry major, I took all the pre-dental courses. I didn't find that a lot of the information really overlapped with dental school. So in that sense, my recommendation to anyone who's looking into pre-dental is, yeah, take your pre-dental courses, but also do what you're interested in. You can still get into dental school with a philosophy degree or some something more artsy. Um, and I think it kind of makes you stand out too. Uh, you're not the cookie cutter 
biology, biochemistry or chemistry major, um, it shows that you're interested in other things, um, which is really helpful. Yeah, we hear that a lot from people that whether it's employers or grad school admissions offices, they like the diversity of experiences that mm-hmm. someone going to a liberal arts school can can get. Yeah, and it's definitely possible. You don't, I wouldn't feel like you're getting behind by doing something different. I think everyone kind of, the, levi- the playing field kind of levels out. Right. Um, Now, you mentioned that the last two years of dental school, um, you're mostly dealing with patients. Uh, Of course, the last two years, and particularly this past year, were a little bit different. How did COVID impact your education and your ability to uh, do what you needed to do to get your degree? Yeah, I mean, COVID COVID made a huge change to my dental education. And first, I have to say, to like all the faculty professors, I'm sure at Muhlenberg, NYU, the resilience and the adaptability for everyone to kind of have to shift to virtual education was like very incredible. So I'm very grateful that at NYU, they were able to adapt so quickly because the first couple months out, our clinic shut down, we weren't seeing patients. We transitioned to doing more stuff online. So we would see patient cases, we would treatment plan them do all the stuff we can do without the patient there. And so we did that up until end of August. Then we, we all came back in and they also front loaded our courses over the summers so that when we came back, we were able to just focus on, on treating patients and get that experience. And I mean, coming back, seeing patients was totally different too. I mean, back before COVID, we were wearing a yellow gown, uh, some glasses and just a basic surgical mask. But when we came back, we're wearing all, all new PPE. We're wearing the yellow gown, still an N95 mask with a regular mask on top of it, glasses, a face shield, a hairnet and shoe covers. So it, we took a whole new approach to patient care and ensuring that everyone was safe and that what we were doing was safe for both the patients and ourselves. So those were, those were the biggest changes. I think everybody in COVID, due to uh, necessity, has found different ways of doing things that are, you know, maybe better than than the way they had been doing them before and the way they were used to doing them. Do you see anything, any changes to dentistry that were brought on by COVID that people going to their dentist might expect to continue to see in the future? I'm not sure about all the different private practices, but I know for NYU in general, we stopped using some different high aerosol equipment. So I I know some people it's called the Cavitron when you go get a cleaning and it sprays like a lot of water. Um, We had stopped using that just because it produces high aerosols. And we went back to the technology we had beforehand, which was just using hand instruments instead. Otherwise, the dentistry has kind of gone on as it has. We also required some patients having COVID tests before the high aerosol procedures um, just to make sure that everyone was protected. But otherwise, I think other than us looking like we're in a space suit, (laughs) pretty, pretty back to normal. Right. So uh, what's the next step for you? You have your uh, NYU dental degree now. Um, Where do you go from here? So I think this is a common thing now in the dental profession, especially with COVID. Most people, well, a lot of people are doing a one-year residency program. So it's called a GPR, general practice residency. It's one year where you work in a hospital. And it's kind of the bridge between 
dental school and private practice. You still have like attendings there to learn from, but it is more of a private practice setting. So it's still educational, but you're also kind of learning how to operate uh, in the private practice setting. And then there are also the cool things that I'll get to do. Like um, since I'll be working in the hospital, I'll be dealing with more trauma cases. So I'll have like facial lacerations or some jaw fractures. So that'll be cool. And I'll be doing that uh, in Morristown, New Jersey at Morristown Medical Center. Okay. And and you'll, you'll be starting that soon. And then you said you'll do that for about a year. Yep. And then after that, I'm hopefully going into private practice of some sort, but could end up specializing. We'll just see where life takes us. Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking about COVID impact on dentistry and your studies, obviously it had a big impact here on our athletes and, and our athletics, you know, particularly the fall sports you and the winter sports, you know, you played a fall sport volleyball. I imagine, uh, I don't know how closely you follow it, but uh, I, I imagine it has to make you sad, uh, you know, that the, the volleyball team lost, uh, lost their season this year. Uh, and there were three seniors on the team who, you know, who lost their senior year. I'm really, I'm really heartbroken for them. I, can't imagine losing my senior season, um, even for any of them, losing losing one year of playing. It, it's heartbreaking. But I am so impressed with how they've handled the situation. I saw that they did get to play two games. And while it's not the senior season that they hoped for, I did listen to, I think Maya was on the podcast. I listened to some of what she had to say and just their positive outlook and how they've handled this situation is it's really impressive. And I really feel for them. Yeah, of course, Maya was, uh, she played the same position that, that you yeah. did at, at Libero. Talk about some of your memories of, of playing volleyball at Muhlenberg. Uh, you were on some, some very successful teams that, that did well in the Centennial Conference, and, and, and you were very successful uh, individually as well. Yeah, I mean, when I think about the best memories I have of Muhlenberg volleyball, I mean, obviously there are some of the games, like when we made the Centennial Conference Finals, when we won the Buttermaker Tournament, those were all great things. But I think what I really think of is the time I spent with my teammates and sometimes even off the court and also our fans. I think my best memory out of the four years was, I think it was also senior night, but it was a Halloween game. I believe it was my sophomore year when all of the parents showed up in costume and were cheering us on throughout like the game that was the most fun um there's also just like the team dinners we had in the dining hall we would have those every day after practice and just getting to hang out with your teams I loved our bus dance parties that we would have we every away game we would have a dance party before um we got off the bus so I think yeah my best memories are just like from being with with my teammates are you involved with uh, volleyball at all now either as a as a do you play at all COVID has made it a little bit hard, but in my first two years of dental school, I did intramural spurts at um, NYU. I also, one of my neighbors in my apartment complex, he was part of some volleyball leagues. And whenever he needed a sub, I would kind of jump in, uh, played beach a couple of times here and there. There's some nice sand courts in Brooklyn, but um, ever since COVID, it's been a little bit more difficult planning on doing a beach league in the summer, at least subbing in. So I, I try to do it a little bit here and there. It becomes a lot harder and really cherish the time I did get to spend playing volleyball because it is, it is, I think, the most fun sport. And the good thing is if, uh, if you're playing uh, beach uh, or, or whatever and, and somebody gets a ball in the face and, and they get a tooth knocked out, you'll be right there, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> 
All right, we're talking with Elizabeth Garrison, 2017 graduate of Muhlenberg, first in her class, and 2021 graduate of NYU Dental School, first in her class there as well. Any other memories come to mind of, of either your time at Muhlenberg, whether it was related to volleyball or not? We talked about how the academically you were prepared for, for, for dental school. Are, are there any other ways that, that you felt Muhlenberg really set you up for success uh, in your future? Yeah, I mean, Muhlenberg had so many resources available to me. I know my senior year, I was in like, there's like a little chemistry area with all the faculty offices. I would hang out there all the time to get help. And um, so I think the availability of resources and knowing when to get help and knowing how to find people to help me really set me up for success. So in, in dental school, I knew if I had questions to go speak to someone. So yeah, I would say the faculty I had too, at least in the chemistry department, I was also a business minor. All of the faculty I had were super helpful. Another course that I took that I really loved was leadership. So that was obviously outside my chemistry major, but I think the lessons I learned in that were super invaluable too. It was, and it was a great group of students too that made that a very positive experience. All right. And uh, as we start to wrap up here, we like to end our podcast with some little getting to know you type questions so we can get to know our guests a little bit better. So let's start with this one. What's your favorite quote? Uh, I'm going to go with a Vince Lombardi one. Perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. So I think that you, you can always aim higher than maybe you think you can achieve and maybe along the way you'll get there. When you said Vince Lombardi, I thought you were going to say the, uh, if you're on time, you're 15 minutes late. I thought you were going to use that one. I mean, that's, I live by that motto too. I'm always early to everything. If you weren't going to be a dentist, what, uh, what would you be? What's your alternative career path? Well, so both of my parents are college professors. Um, well, they were, they actually recently retired um, and they worked at York College. And so that's always something I've been interested in is teaching. They, they were mechanical engineering. So I think at some point in my dental career, I will be involved in some sort of teaching, but it'll be a little bit later on down the road and it probably won't be my primary career. But I, I always said in middle school that I wanted to be a Spanish professor. <laughs> um, and while I don't think that's the professor I would be now, that's a, another good tip. If, if you're taking a language, which uh, Muhlenberg does emphasize you taking a language, I recommend sticking with it too, if you can. Uh, the, my Spanish, it's not great, but it's important when I have Spanish speaking patients that I'm able to kind of communicate with them too. What's your favorite movie? Are there, are there any good dentistry movies? Um, we've seen clips from different like movies back in like the 60s. I can't think of any, or TV shows. I can't think of any right now. But if I had to pick a favorite movie, I'm gonna go with Frozen. And the story behind Frozen was that um, our coach, uh, Coach Keckler, she went with her kids. And then at practice, she told us, oh, we all have to go. And so our captains are like, okay, team bonding, we're going to go to see Frozen. And my roommate, Allie Glass, and I were like, oh, I don't want to go see a Disney movie. Are you serious? This is what we're doing. Within like 10 minutes of the movie, we like looked at each other and we're like, we were wrong. Like, this is a great movie. So um, that was a really fun experience I had back at Muhlenberg. And last question before we uh, let you get going, Elizabeth, um, if you could sit down for a meal with any person living or past, who would it be? So this is a tough one because the friends reunion is coming out in what two days. I'm going to go with Jennifer Aniston. 
largely because I want her skincare routine. She doesn't seem to age very much. And I also loved Friends. I watched it all the time in college. So I think she'd be a cool person to sit down with. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll contact Jennifer Aniston's agent and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see if she needs any dental work done. And maybe Please we do. can, yeah. yeah, maybe we can get you set up that way. That would be great. <laughs> All right. Uh, Elizabeth Garrison, once again, congratulations on, uh, on, on graduating first in your class at, uh, at NYU Dental. Uh, just an amazing accomplishment to go along with graduating first in your class here at Muhlenberg. Best of success in the future as you embark on your professional career as a dentist. And thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. No, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. The Muhlenberg Mules podcast is a production of the Muhlenberg Office of Athletic Communications with Joe Widener, Zoe Keim, and Marty the Mule. If you have any questions or comments, please send us an email at mulespodcast at muhlenberg.edu or call our pod line at 484-664-4001 and leave a message. We will answer questions in future episodes. The Muhlenberg Mules podcast is available on Apple and Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and review us and recommend us to your friends. For the latest in Muhlenberg College Athletics, please follow us on social media at M-U-H-L underscore S-P-O-R-T-S. Until next week, go Mules!